You're entering the chat connection. I'm your host, Linda, and make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, if you'd like to be a guest or featured on the show, please email thechatconnection at gmail.com. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome to the show. On today's episode, we have my BFL, when she's not being a stalker. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. Um, I ride or die, my hey. old lady. Very old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, <laughs> Welcome to the mm. show. Well, thank you for having me, BFF Grandma Stalker, aka whatever. Um, but yes, glad to be on the show. Oh my yes. gosh. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, we we're gonna behave. Well, maybe. We don't know. We don't try. But yeah, introduce yourself to the people. Let us know how we can show you some love. Well, my name is Karen Rowling. Um, You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram name is Karen PJ. And that's it. Yeah. (laughs) I forgot my IG name. That's a shame. Karen PJ. K-A-R-E-N-P-J. There you go. So yeah, go show her some love. Uh, No, this... Honestly, I know we joke around. I guess we could do a little intro before we get into the the topic for today, which is infertility, because it is a serious topic. But I do want people to get, you know, to know who you are and just our relationships. So, yeah, just when was the first time that we met? Like, how did we met in West Georgia? And um, I don't remember the exact mode, but all I know is I saw you at you. Were, were you working at the gym or something? I met you for the first time at the gym and then we end up having class together. And then you end up bringing this stalkerish boy who liked you <laughs> to my room because he was bothering you. And so he knew where I live and then he started bothering me. I don't want to say his name, but I do remember his name. Mm -hmm. I I, I was surprised. I was surprised. No. I just remember I was minding my business. Here we go. And (laughs) someone kept, you know, I kept hearing pitter-patter behind me. And, you know, 15 years later, here you are. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, girl. <laughs> so that's how it happened. That's how Just, it happened. I know that girl. She's so my like, new why friend. she keep uh, following me everywhere I go? <laughs> Christmas? <laughs> yeah. But no, as long as I've known you, I've known that you've always wanted to have kids. You know, when you got married, of course. <laughs> if I was wanted to have me. <laughs> emphasize that with the accent. Yeah. Not the, in this the, house. Not in this house, girl. No, but you've always wanted to have kids. And today I just want to talk about infertility because I think one of the biggest misconceptions is that 
you know, conceiving a child is super easy, um, especially if you're like if you're a younger age, such as myself, or if you <laughs> if you already had children. Um, but you know, it's more common than people realize to have some complications. So that's definitely why I wanted to talk about it today. Well, to start off, you have how many children? I have two hyper beautiful little boys. <laughs> two my little miracle babies, you know? Yeah. I'm glad you say miracle babies because that's literally like miracles. Like mm-hmm. people don't understand. Like there's a reason people say like, oh, what a blessing or it's a miracle because it's definitely harder. I don't know the exact number, yeah. but it is very common for people to have complications. So yes. for you, just so we can dive in a little bit, um, have you always had regular cycles I, um, so in my family, uh, from my mom, my sister, and I, as I got older, I found out about my aunt, our cycles has always been rough. Like for me, I, I cramp a week before I have my cycle, whenever it decides to come, you know, I never can yeah. keep a date. So, but my mom, she, all her jobs that she had, they know that on her first day of her cycle, she cannot go to work because she's yeah. weak. She passed out. So I have two sisters. One of yeah. them, her cycles only three days, never felt a cramp in her life. That must be my dad's side of the family. <laughs> <laughs> never like, you felt little. a cramp. <laughs> and not only that, she's not heavy at all. She's like, oh, that's it. Mm, easy, breezy. She's good. <laughs> my other sister, she always had it worse. Till today, she still has to get, um, uh, what you call it? She has to go to the hospital for fluids because she dehydrates really bad. And she um, had, I think in her past, four blood transfusions for her body giving out so much blood and yeah. for lasting for so long. And then for me, I have cramps. Um, I get dizzy. I get lightheaded. I never, my sister throw up. I don't throw up. But the cramping, the lightheadedness, yeah, I've had that. So like when I was little, the doctor would tell me, to start taking Tylenol a week before the cramping began, a week of the cramping, and then the week of my cycle. That's three weeks of being on painkillers. I just, I can't do that. That's just yeah. too much medicine at one time. Mm-mm. Yeah. I remember, like, she would be in the hospital for, like, three weeks. Yeah. Bleeding. Yeah, and they have to literally turn it off like a faucet. Like, just turn it off. Let her stay there. Let her gain conscious. Let her get blood back in there. And then let her go. And then the next month, again, you know, stuff like that. So she has it the worst. Yeah. So as you guys can hear, I mean, there are extremes like it ranges from three days or one. I mean, to some people don't have it for up to a year, depending on what side of the spectrum you're on, you know what challenges you're facing. So when you were growing up, obviously you knew that you had at least some issues with your menstrual cycle or challenges. Mm -hmm. But did you ever think a doctor would ever tell you, you know, like, oh, you might not get pregnant? No, I just figured that, hey, we have issues with cycles because I was surrounded with people who were extra heavy. And then they and then like my aunts had kids. So I never thought anything of not being able to have a kid at all. I just thought that I had to make sure that my period was somewhat consistent. It had to at least come the third month. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, at least had to come. I thought if you never had a period, like six months, then it's an issue. But, you know, a month here, there, three months. okay. but yeah. yeah. So you've had irregular periods to the point like you couldn't even put a date to say, oh, I'm going to get it on such and such date. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. It's not regular. 
like that. Um, now that I have on um, an IUD, um, when I got married, they put me on birth control, which I stopped after because I needed to know when it comes so I could pick my wedding date. So mm-hmm. that helped. That was the first almost to a year. I think I did it for five to six months. It was consistent. So it was like, okay, it's consistent. Your your date needs to be on this date, which didn't happen because the place wasn't available, but I knew how to plan it. And then after I got off, it wasn't consistent anymore. And then now that they gave me something else, um, it's consistent. It's somewhat consistent. It doesn't go on that day particularly, but it's within that week, within seven days, either early or late. So that makes your cycle come regular. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did you experience any complications in the conceiving process? Uh, emphasize on process. Um, <laughs> Not so that part, the- you nasty girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was an issue. I know. But, <laughs> but yeah, I think it was. Um, my husband wanted to get pregnant, like literally after, like on honeymoon. And it was like, oh, no, sir. I need to at least enjoy being married. Married, And I had a, I, I was working at a place where it required me to at least be there for a year before getting pregnant. So I could, I could get my maternity leave because they don't, they can't promise me that I could return back to work. Mm. So that wasn't it. So once we were getting closer, then we said, okay, we're going to try. Nothing was happening. Like nothing was happening. And so that's when I started to get concerned. But then again, I was worried about my one year mark. So I was just like, "Mm." once I get to a year, then I'll start looking at, Yeah. yeah. But for now, if it happened, at least I know from this point on, by the time this baby is born, I'll be, I'll be past my one year mark. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you finally found out you were pregnant uh, with the first one, my godson, um, (laughs) did you have any types of um, like, did that go out of your head or were you still thinking? Oh, that went out of my head. I didn't think of it. I got pregnant. Um, I didn't think about it. Um, The only thing was with this pregnancy was um, the way it was, the way he developed, he wasn't in my, like in my front of the stomach, he was towards my side. Like for some reason it just got pushed. it, the brain wheel got pushed. So um, that was the only thing, um, getting to rotate him back to the front where my belly would grow. But after that, I didn't think anything else. I thought everything was normal. Got pregnant, missed, you know, um, with the irregular periods. I thought it was okay. I didn't think anything after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I know it wasn't until your second time trying to get pregnant. We wasn't trying. Oh. <clears throat> Noah, cover your ears, son. <laughs> you were trying. Wink, wink. No, we were. Oh, gosh. We weren't trying at all because we had plans. Cover your ears. Earbuffs, Noah. We were Earmuffs. going to Mexico. <laughs> I was going to have me a couple of margaritas. Clearly, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but um but no in all seriousness like you went to the doctor okay so you weren't trying no see this is what happened we had went on a cruise and i don't know if you remember i was telling you i was having pain in my stomach for so long like yeah. it just wouldn't stop it felt like a period pain but it was so consistent and then i was just like i'm gonna wait till after the cruise because i didn't want to hear any type of information to ruin the cruise so i think it lasted for two months and then i finally got a chance to see the doctor but everybody kept giving me the runaround because they didn't understand what was wrong i was just praying to god like please no terminal illness nothing like that (laughs) i'm not ready for that you know 
So finally got a chance to go to the doctor and that's when they go, huh? And I was just like, yeah, he said, you have a child? And I said, yeah. So my sister was there with me and she said, yeah, I'm, yeah, she's pregnant, isn't she? I'm telling her she's pregnant because I didn't have my period at that time going for seven weeks now. Yeah. And so a small part of me would be like, okay. But then when he turned around, he said, oh no, she's not pregnant at all. And then I was like, okay. And he was like, I want to show you something. He said, this is what a normal ovaries, uterus look like. This is what yours look like. And I was like, oh wow, it's, it's different. So I had, um, in your ovaries, you know, it's like a little round thing. And then there's an opening where the eggs drop. Mine's had, um, little balls surrounding it. So basically they weren't dropping Mm. at all. So he was saying, you have a child. And I was like, yeah, he said, I don't know how you have a child because how did, there's no way for eggs to come out of you. And he said, not only you have cysts, you also have fibroids. And I was like, huh? And he was like, you didn't know this? I said, no. No. He said, you've had physicals before? I said, yes. Well, never mind. Yeah, come on, um, (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe I had one or two. (laughs) I can't just say yes. Let's keep it real. It wasn't until now. Come on now. And so he was just like, I don't understand how not, because he said you could do you could see this through um sonogram x-rays and blood work you know your your level your hormone levels you can see that that there's an issue and he said so how is your period i said oh it's irregular as of today i'm like seven you know almost seven weeks without a cycle he said that's a big sign then he said do you have facial hair i said yes i have chin hair and then you know he was like is there hair anywhere else and i was just like uh uh uh, <laughs> you know, like under my arms, no, there, like, you know what I mean? And then he said, no, not mm-hmm. the common areas, but other areas. I was like, I, my arm, <laughs> I, I don't know. And then he was like, do you have hair in your stomach? And I said, yes. He said, lift up your shirt. And then he asked my sister, do you mind lifting up your shirt? And so he showed me the difference. Our hair texture was different. He said, this is a normal, you know, type of texture. Look at yours. And I was just like, I think mine's normal. He said, but look at hers. Hers is like fine and thin. Yours is a little rough. And I was like, oh, I don't like a werewolf, y'all. Know what I'm saying is, but he was just showing oh me my like gosh. visible features to see that <laughs> what the difference. <laughs> <He'll> <laughs> <sabers. stuff. laughs> but he was just showing us a little difference. No. He was just like, and he, my sister had on a hat that said God is dope. So because he saw my facial expression, I, like I wasn't ready to receive that. And he was just like, look, I, I know this is a lot to take in. Um, what I want you to do is go. Do you got? Do, were you planning on having more kids? I was like, oh yeah, not now, but we we wanted you know another one at least he was just like don't lose faith he said I'm not supposed to talk about this but I see that you guys are believers so don't lose faith and I said okay then he said go to your husband talk to him we can start giving you some he said mine was mild maybe if I I had already lost uh, 20 pounds at that time because I was going on a cruise so he said I need you to lose more (laughs) weight and then we could start putting you on this medication but when I read up on the medication a lot of people who took it end up with cancer and I never took it so I said don't worry about the medication I'm no I'm not taking it and he was just like it would help you it would help um because my face broke out like crazy around that time I had pimples everywhere yeah I know they say that that's some of the symptoms man it was I felt like I was a teenager 
teenager again. But you know, it's not like I'm far from that age. Oh. But, yeah. <laughs> no, but let's rewind a little bit just to give people clarity of what you're talking about. But the doctor at that appointment, so after your first shot, you went to mm-hmm. the cruise, you had been feeling some pain. And then when you went to go get a check that you had been feeling for two months prior, they told you you weren't pregnant. Instead, he diagnosed you with P- what? PCOS, fibroid, PCOS and fibroids and little cysts around my ovaries. And for those who don't know what PCOS is, it's polycystic ovary, ovary syndrome. syndrome. Mm-hmm. And that is a hormonal imbalance affecting more women than we think. Yeah, one out of 10 women. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, one out of 10. So yeah, he told you this. Of course, you were like, okay, am I dying? Yes. To, are you pregnant? To, oh, what? I can't have any kids. Yeah. You can't have kids. So, um, like, how did you, like, when you left there, how did you break the news to the hubster? I was, um, I was, um, I was pretty calm because he was waiting because he was just like, you know, like, what's the result? Because nobody could tell me I had to go see a doctor so they can tell me what the results from the scan was. So Mm. when I called him, you know, he, my sister was like pregnant, pregnant, pregnant and telling him pregnant, pregnant, pregnant. So he's waiting to hear Mm. how far along are you? And then when he didn't get that, he was kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. What do you mean? You had Elijah. And I said, and he called him my little miracle child because he doesn't understand how that was possible. And so he was just like, okay. So it took him, I think, maybe a while to process it. But on the flip side (laughs) of the reaction was, so I don't have to wear this anymore. (laughs) And I said, no. And he was like, (laughs) so, I mean, he found a way to lighten up the situation after initial shock because I had to drive home. He had to get off work. So after a couple of hours, you know, after we sat and talked and, you know, figured out like what's the next step and he was just like how about we do this because we was our you know we're turning 35 and we're just like you know what everything happens for a reason we wanted to have a a trip for celebrate our birthday our anniversary you know it's gonna be our first time really time away from our first child so we're just like let's not worry about this now let's just you know control your diet because you know, some of the things they tell you is go on a PCOS diet, stay away from sugar, stay away from fatty foods, everything processed or whatever, and mm-hmm. get on a medication. And after we have our cruise or, or our trip, whatnot, then we'll we'll go back to the doctor because everything was stopped at, I need you to go to the specialist so they can get you on a plan. And if you want to have another kid, we could try to reverse it, give you some injections, you know, see if we can take his thing, put it inside, like over the barrier so the egg and his sperm can meet. And, you know, hopefully that would help. But if not, yeah. you know, um, there. So that was the plan. And just be- like before you mentioned that, what were your thoughts when the doctor first mentioned to you, like you actually have cysts, you have fibroids? I mean, what was going through your head? Like it you was, can't have children. What it was, was going through your head? It was an initial shock. Like I went through, like, I think I did it. I I went through like some mental issues because I kept it to myself. I was trying to be positive. I was going to church. I was serving. I was just like, you know, let me um, continue to serve. I was serving in church. I was singing. And I remember like every time we became intimate, I would run to the store and get a pregnancy test. I never forget. I think I went up to like 20, almost 30 pregnancy tests every time we were intimate. I waited a couple of days. I would try negative. I was missing my 
my periods. Like I, I, I missed it for one month. I missed it for two months. This is it. Has to be it. Yeah, you're and excited. Yeah, I said this had to be it. This, this, this is it. This is the longest. It's all going on three months, and it was, it was negative. And so it took a mental, like it messed with me mentally. Like, what is wrong with my body? Why isn't my body doing what God created it to do? How come I can't do this? And it just took one day. I just broke down. Finally, I think months later, I broke down crying, and I said, God, it's in your hands. If it's meant for me to have a child, I will have it. If not, I'm so blessed that I at least got to experience yeah. one. I got to actually have one. And then from then on, I stopped thinking about it. I just I just continued to serve. I remember going to church and they had a calling. And at the altar, they wanted all the people that are struggling with infertility. And it was the weirdest thing. Like, why was that the subject? That wasn't the sermon. And he had a calling. And so I they was like, if you're having infertility issues, come forward and it was a whole bunch of women who were screaming and crying I grabbed my sister's hand because by this time she had a miscarriage Mm -hmm. and so um on my way there I felt something pull me back and I didn't go and I prayed I was like God I I feel like I'm taking somebody else's blessing these women up here didn't even have one I at least had one so I took a step back and I stayed halfway and I let them go first go go get their blessing and I stayed back and I prayed and then you know while they were praying I was with them but I let them take it and I just remember a sense of peace Mm -hmm. came over me and from that day on I let it go I was just like if it's meant to be it'll be if not and I won't let it break me anymore because it really did break me because everywhere I go when you're gonna have another child why you can't have a baby what's wrong with you yeah it's the worst thing to do to a woman that's just crazy like people are always like i won't say always because there are exceptions to the rule but for the Mm -hmm. most part people are, are always associating infertility with women and that's a myth because men have infertility challenges as well but they always associate oh you guys can't have kids oh it's the woman's fault and then secondly even if you get married or get coupled with someone that's like (laughs) the first thing people ask it's Mm -hmm. like when are you gonna have kids you have one when are you gonna have Mm -hmm. two (laughs) you you have two when are you gonna have girls or boys or i like i don't know why people are so intrusive when it comes to that yeah because i still get that now like even though they know they're aware like certain people in my family are aware why haven't you get three the the worst thing somebody could ever told me and I remember two people told me that well you know you have issues the doctors say this is the fastest way to get pregnant you might as well do it now Mm -mm. I'm only six weeks what do you mean yeah get it out the way get it just pray God you'll be healthy enough to you know go through it I'm like no Mm. no and so I know you said you had a sense of peace when you accepted the fact that if it happens, it happens, but if it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so I guess at that point you were just having fun. <laughs> yeah, man. I, re- I know the exact day yeah. now. I remember exactly. I mean, I was no, making, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, making I don't, cremas I don't. and I remember his family was coming over and he quote unquote swore I got him because you did extra nice Mm -hmm. on purpose and i took it from him no i did not Mm -hmm. he he the one that (laughs) drank it because i never had haitian rum oh okay this is pretty good and we were it was crazy the day i found out the day before he had texted me and said look at the tickets let's buy the tickets and something came over me and told me no the day before i went to the doctor mm -hmm. something said just let's wait (laughs) no let's go ahead and get it back let's get it right now nope why 
And then that's why he think I trapped him. Because he said, you knew. Bless I didn't know. Heart. It's just something told me not to do it. I don't know what it was. And then <laughs> that next day. So no. you weren't you weren't trying, but no, no, but you were to trying to buy tickets yeah. to a trip because it was going to be your anniversary and you guys Live were trying to, you know, <laughs> have fun, be floozies. And something told you not to and you had to go to a doctor's visit because Yes, cuz I had a doctor's appointment set for a Monday, but I thought I had I I know I was sick and my manager told me to go to the doctor, go to the hospital and because I I was breathing very bad and he was just like you sound like a breathing machine. So I called my doctor who was in a primary care, by the way, and said, hey, I have a visit with you and I'm also sick. And then when I went to the doctor, that same doctor that said it was impossible for me to get pregnant is the same doctor that walked walked in a room and said, how did you do it? And I was like, do what? I said, am I dying because I can't breathe and I'm struggling? And he sat there for no like 10 minutes and I was just in tears because I thought he was about Lord. to tell me I'm dying. I caught some weird infection and he was just like, no, I'm so sorry. I said, what is it? And he goes, you're pregnant. And you know how somebody get pulled over by a cop, they sobered up <laughs> No, I don't quick. know anything about that, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> my voice came back. I had a sore throat. My voice came back. My eyes dried up. I said, excuse me, what? No, 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 no. That's impossible. No. I said, the funny part about it, I was a day late on my cycle, but I think I was eight weeks pregnant. So like I, 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 could, I was on my cycle the whole entire time. Yeah that I was pregnant. And so I told him, I'm actually a day late on my cycle. I'm like, you know, it, it's supposed to come yesterday, but it did it. He said, you're on, you're eight weeks, you're like or eight or eight to nine weeks pregnant. And so I was just like, that is, yeah. Girl. So he said, okay, I have another patient. I have to come back. We have to rechange this whole <laughs> appointment. And I need you to tell me what you did. I don't even know what I did. <laughs> I, you prayed to the Lord. Okay. You let it go. And he yeah. took care of it. Yeah. Man. And he picked his time. I guess I was going to be too loose <laughs> at the trip we were going. He said, no, my daughter, you need to calm down. <laughs> Bring it on back. Really did, really did. You about to lose your Christianity for some trips. <laughs> Oh, man. So, like, now, what are the thoughts that are going in your head okay. at that time? When I found out that I was pregnant, because I, lo I love, this is, I love my doctor. I'm going to shout out his name. His doc his name is Dr. Conester. Yes, Dr. Conester. Dr. Conester. He is the Robert Conester. No, Dr. Lord. John. Y'all, Dr. Conester. Here I don't we remember go. His your name. favorite, huh? <laughs> I can't remember. It's been a while. But when I got there... I asked him, I want the truth. You know, he said, I'm going to be honest with you. I always told him to be honest with you. And I know you're a woman of faith. So he said, I'm not going to tell you congratulations. What I am going to tell you is if your baby collapsed these next couple of weeks and nothing happened, because he said the way your belly, the way your, um, the sonogram looks like, I don't think it'll make it by the weekend, but I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you to not bond with your belly, which is impossible. The minute somebody tells you you're pregnant, it's an instant bond. You're already cold in your stomach. You're already like, you're too close to me. You know, like move away. You're already protection. Yeah, yeah, it's already there for you to tell me not to bond. He said, I know it's the hardest thing I tell you. He said, don't think about it and don't tell no one. And who else in the picture too? He said, <laughs> he also said, go take a picture, go take a pee in a cup test and um, continue to do that for a couple of days. Go to the dollar store just to make sure your hormones are still high, you know? And yeah. if anything happens, call me immediately. Any spot of blood, call me immediately. So it wasn't, 
It was a joyous moment, but it wasn't a joyous moment. The joyous part was he still gave me, here's your prenatal packet. Here's the next, here's your visit. Um, here's your pills. You know, this is a good thing. But remember, I, 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 yeah. I can't tell you congratulations, Karen, because I, I, I honestly don't think you're going to keep it. But I don't want you to lose faith. When I came back, he teared up. Because <laughs> it's like, like, first, first, you're always going in there for something else. <laughs> that's why I always tell people, like, when you least expect it, that's when stuff happens, you know? Like, you went in there thinking you had the flu. Turns out you were pregnant, but you didn't know that it was going to stick. Yeah, um, he told me not to tell my husband and because you don't want him to be, oh, my God, you know? Mm. So... That's tough. So obviously that weekend you had to be super careful. Yep. When you he said with PCOS, your the baby was born in your body and it kills it. You were you kept getting sick. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop all the medicine I buy. I had to stop taking them because I was taking stuff over the counter. And I was always that was the guilt I felt. I thought maybe I did the damage from taking like yeah. I was trying to take everything. I took Tylenol, Tylenol, NyQuil, which NyQuil is horrible and nothing was working. Nothing was working. So he had to prescribe different type of medication that wouldn't affect the baby's development. And I was just like, maybe it's too late because the damage is so yeah. I just I just prayed. I was like, God, you wouldn't let me get here to not let me get here. So I put it in your hands to you to take care of it. And he did. Mm, girl, got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Because as I previously asked you earlier on in the show, we know how many kids you have. Can you can you say that again? That's a Two, testimony. Oh yeah. Two. Two miracles, Two miracles, y'all. Two miracles. So yeah, I definitely know during the second pregnancy, I know we were even more protective of, <laughs> of you know, your belly, your pregnancy, just, you know what I mean? And she cooked me food, no, my favorite food and everything. <laughs> uh, Only for the baby though, not because... Mm-hmm. I'm the BFF, but the baby got all of this. Um, yeah, because it was it was in a fragile state. Mm-hmm. The first one, while you knew, you know, you had a regular periods, but you weren't diagnosed with anything. Mm-hmm. So you were just like, okay, you know, I skip a couple of periods. Um, and turns out that he was a miracle as well. As all babies, all babies are, yeah. actually. But, you know, he was a miracle, um, especially in the eyes of doctors, because yeah. you weren't even supposed to have him, let alone alone too. Mm-hmm. So now that we're here, you've gone through these two experiences. I at least know you wanted in the past to have more, like you wanted four or five. <laughs> I wanted um, four, but at this age, <laughs> my young so, age. <laughs> ooh, girl. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, we still young. At least I know I'm younger. <laughs> uh, but do you have any fears to get pregnant in the future? Um, it's so crazy. I was praying on God removing some of my fears or whatnot. And some fears are, you know how this is going to be a crazy like scenario. But like, you know how when you watch these movies, these these thug movies, drug movies, no. bank robber movies, <laughs> they always say one more time and then that's it. 
and then they get caught. But, yeah. I always had like, here's like me saying, okay, God, I want to do this one more time. And then that time I have a miscarriage or one more time and there's a birth defect. Well, and I, I, I don't like that one more time situation type deal. I just say if it's still, because I know my husband wants a girl. So if it's in God's will, let it happen. If not, then I got to be okay with it, you know, because another baby yeah. is, yeah. I was just talking to him about this is we got to upgrade this car. Like, this sedan can't do three car seats <laughs> you know and um yeah your man cave we gonna go ahead and change that to a it's a wrap it's a wrap know? change it so up that's a little thing we're talking about or whatever but if i was blessed enough you know if god thought it was c-fit for us to have another one of course i would accept it you know i pray for health and just to go through a healthy pregnancy and no fear because you know with all that they said was standing against me and stuff like that but yeah, if we if we did, I would want a, a perfect, healthy baby, a blessed baby with no issues, you know, no like a actual if it was planned, a, an experience with gr- like a planned great pregnancy. You know, I mean, I still work yeah. until the day I delivered. So I would want it to be like that. Yeah, you did really good mm-hmm. during your pregnancies. Actually, yeah. I was a warrior in there while you were passed out. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> What are you putting in her arm? Uh-uh. You already took blood. That's mm. not even her name. Yet this is for somebody else. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> like who is that for? Uh-uh. But I'm yes, glad I did because man. sometimes they were messed up. I mean, shout out to my nurses, but mm-mm. not over there. This says she don't need to take this test. That's why mm-hmm. I hope no one ever goes through it by. Yeah, I hope no one ever goes through that by themselves. You're in pain. You're not even thinking. Like you're not even worried about, it. especially when you're in pain. All you think is about. Do I need the drugs? Do I need the drugs? And you're like, okay, yeah. no, you're going to do this naturally. You're going to do this naturally the whole time. So you're not thinking if they're touching you. You're not. It's, it's scary if somebody's not there watching and like visually watching these people yeah. touch you. You don't know what kind of day they're having. If it's a good day, or a bad day, and they're taking it out mm-hmm. on you, you know? So, so yeah, that was, that's the blessing that somebody, people were there to actually, you and my mom were there to actually the whole entire process yeah. stay from beginning to end. Yep. So I'll uh, send my bill. (laughs) (laughs) Like, judge, this happened three years ago going on foot. This statutory thing right here don't put uh on honey. She too late. (laughs) But no, um, I I do really want to thank you for joining. I know we're coming up on time, but why do you want to share your story with our listeners? Um, Because there's a lot of people that don't know everybody think and I was one of them I I never understood why people was like you know congratulations pray for blessing over your pregnancy because I'm always thinking like what's the problem I didn't I wasn't aware because not too many people talked about the difficulties um, getting pregnant and not only that the difficulties while being pregnant there's always something that shows up you know there's not always some people go through experiences that it happens while being pregnant you know so yeah it's, it's something to be shared about like you know when you have pregnant if you want to keep it secret with just small group of people no one should outcast you on that learn about your health learn about your body read upon different things that happens during pregnancy so you'll be prepared and not overwhelmed and don't let the pressure of other people trying to get you pregnant you know get to you because nobody knows what truly is going on but god inside your body right you know yeah that's true so yeah at least when it's my time i'll have tons of babysitters around when it's your time (laughs) it's like payback (laughs) What y'all doing? <laughs> oh, goodness. Like, please don't let her in, guys. 
<laughs> Please, she's crazy. Like, yes, yeah, I am. I wish I would put that needle out. in her arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she really is. But yeah. <laughs> so I really want to thank you again for joining the show. This one is uh, especially special because. You know, I take your children as mine, so yeah. literally does. <laughs> I'm glad that they were the miracle that I needed. Oh to, yeah. So yay! Thanks for having sex. <laughs> um, I'm very thankful for that. Uh, for my listeners, if you have thoughts on what you want discussed or featured, then please feel free to send an email to thechatconnection at gmail.com. Uh, you can also follow me on IG at thechatconnection, all one word. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to The Chat Connection on several podcast platforms. Faith list and forget the rest. Mwah. You gotta get both cheeks, so that's considered rude, okay? Cheers!